Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. You sure look good this morning. I'm excited that you're in church. And if this is your first time with us at Faith Renewed, we just always love to just say how excited we are that you're here. So Faith Family, let our first-time folks know you love them, are glad they're here this morning. Please make yourself at home. If you're joining us online for the first time, uh, we have a New Here Next Steps link that you can click on right there and get connected. And just to let us know, I always love to see where folks are worshiping God with us from. And so it's pretty cool how gospel's being carried out around the world. Amen? So good. So don't forget to do that. Or you can just drop a comment in the stream if this is not your first time. Let us know where you're hanging out at. We'd just love to say hello to you. But uh, I'm just glad you're here. Amen? And it's just a good day to be in the Lord's house. And uh, it's been a lot going on this weekend. Our kids' ministry, our ladies' ministry, just been a lot of exciting things happen. I heard uh, last week, there was a, um, our last night during the uh, yes, afternoon, actually, yeah, what even a night. First time we haven't done a night in a long time, yeah, so we did, they moved it a little bit earlier. So the ladies had their ornament exchange, and there were um, some cutthroat, uh, some things happening, and um, and during uh, the ornament exchange, so uh, I, I, we may open our altars up early, <clears throat> yeah, this morning, and so... Uh, to invite those ladies down to repent, get their hearts right before God. Yeah. yeah. We don't want any hindrances today from you receiving the word. So if that is you, if you need to receive that right now, go ahead. Come on right now. Or at least lift your hand and let me hear this. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. But uh, it's, just, it, it's fun. It's fun to be a family and gather. Is it not? Amen. It's just fun to be a family and gather. We love it. And we gather as a family here each week and open up God's word together. So I invite you to do this. Grab your Bibles, if you would, and go with me to 3 John chapter 1. Amen. Yeah, Third John chapter one, and again, there's only one chapter in Third John. So, if you're in chapter two, you're in the wrong place. All right, just so you, so you know. And don't forget, U version. If you use the U version Bible app, a very cool app that you can use, and um, you can click on more than events right there on that app, and follow right along with me as I share this message to you. But Third John chapter one. Verses 2 through 4, if you have verses 2 through 4, say, I have verses 2 through 4. <clears throat> no, you just said part of that, all right, just so you know. All right, but uh, verses 2 through 4. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Amen. I love this passage. We talked about it last week. We're going to pick up there again. But before we do, can we pray? Would you join me? Let's pray. God, we just thank you today for privilege, honor, joy that it is to gather with your people, Lord, and just gather as a family. And uh, as we open up your word, speak to us clearly. May our hearts be open, Lord, today to receive, and may our lives respond accordingly to what you say. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, ask me why, all right? <clears throat> yeah. 
Come on. Ask me why. All right. We're in a series called Why, and uh, as it kind of nearing an end, we um, have been learning, been growing as a church family, digging into what we believe as a church, why we believe that, why we do what we do, why we look the way we look. And um, uh, man, man, it's a great series. There's been a lot happening, so I encourage you, if you've missed any of those, go back um, and get that in you. So again, you'll know why you believe what you believe if you stand in that with us. But today, I want to pick back up. Um, last week, uh, shared part of a message called Why Prosperity. And um, I tell you, man, I had a good time. We saw God move in a great, great, I mean, great way. Lives changing, hearts being transformed. And so as a church, prosperity is a thing that we believe in. And, uh, and why do we believe in that? And we believe in it because of the Bible, all right? We believe in it because that's what God would have for us. I mean, we see in the scripture today, our text, we see where John wanting this for an elder in the church there that he loved deeply. And so again, we just, as a church, believe, man, that God wants to bring prosperity and bring blessing into our life. Now, we believe this as a church. We, we stand on four areas that God would want to bless us in. And so again, those areas, they're in your notes if you have that on you version, but those are spiritual, mental, physical, and financial. And so um, I don't know about you, I want to be prosperous in all the above. Come on. I mean, this is not like, you know, check A, B, C, or D. Answer is E, all the above, all right? And so that's, that's what I want. I mean, again, I just want all that God has for me. And so I want that for you. And uh, it's been my prayer for you, my prayer as a church, that we prosper. We, we walk in the blessings that, that God would have for us. Now, we learned last week that when we use the term, it may be different than maybe the way others use the term. Um, you know, again, we're not trying to partner anything with the gospel message. We're not trying to add anything to it. We're not trying to take away anything from that. So we're not up here preaching a, a prosperity gospel. The gospel's prosperous. Amen. It's just good. And he, he brings life to you. That's what the gospel message does for us. And so we learned, again, that's not where, what we're trying to do. But we're not trying to take away either. We're not trying to preach a poverty gospel, that, that God's out to get you, that he wants you to just live a life of, of misery and suffering or lack. I, I don't see that. I see Jesus as, as, as doing what he said in the scripture, that he's going to come and give us life. Come on, and he said he's going to give us a life more abundantly. And so, again, we believe that, that there is a life that God would have for us, a prosperous life that he has for us. And so, again, I don't want to reject the passages in the Bible just because there maybe have been some, uh, for whatever reason they did that, that's up to them and God, but for whatever reason, they've taken those passages and maybe they've tried to twist them, use them for their gain or greed or for whatever. I, that's up to them, them and Jesus, and they'll have to answer for those things. But I don't want to do this. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to go without in an area that God would have for me is something in my life that he wants us to walk in. So again, I want to walk in the prosperity and the fullness and the blessing of all that God has for me. And so again, that's what we're looking at. So we learned this last week that when we say and use the word prosper, we actually mean what it says in the actual Greek, all right? So what that word means when you look at that scripture, when we just read that he would have us prosper, even as our soul prospers. The word prosper, again, it is for us to be successful on the journey, all right? So that's, 
that's all. I, don't, I want to be successful. I don't know anybody who wants to go into something wanting to fail. I mean, if, if, if you do, if that's your mindset, then you need to renew the mind, all right? You need to think differently because you should want to go into every area of your life succeeding, wanting to win. I mean, wanting to win the victory. So again, we see that he wants us to be prosperous and to be successful on the journey. And again, I believe that. I, I don't think that, again, I, that it is only in the sweet by and by. I'm, all, I'm looking forward to some sweet by and by. And if I could sing, I would sing in the sweet by and by. I won't I I do you like that. I love y'all too much. Amen. I want you to come to church. I want you to come back if this is your first time. So I'm not going to sing to you. But, but I, I, I don't want this. I don't want to just wait to the sweet by and by when I believe Jesus wants to bless us in the sweet here and now. Amen. And I, I think that, again, that's what God wants us to walk in. And so last week, we, we began to take those four areas. We looked at those first couple. And, and in review, and again, I think it's important because we want to make sure we see the fullness of Scripture, not trying to pull one thing out and just stand on it by itself. But we learned last week the first area that we as a church believe in is in spiritual prosperity. We believe it is, and again, above every other thing in our life. Amen? There, there is nothing more important today in your life than to, than to follow Jesus and to get secured and settled in your heart where you will spend eternity. All right, there's nothing. So I'm going to pause there. I'm going to, I'm going to say it again and reflect and make sure I hear this and I get it and I understand it. Because for us, every person in the room, every person watching, joining, listening to a podcast years down the road, if Jesus tarries, listen, you too, listen, all of us need to know and have it settled in our heart that we know Jesus. We have surrendered our life to him, accepted the grace and received the gift that Jesus came to bring. Amen. And so again, all of us, we see it because Mark 8, 36, it tells us that what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and then loses his own soul? Now listen, I, so again, we, we don't take that verse and say that God doesn't want us to have things around the world. That's a misunderstanding of that scripture, that he doesn't want you to have things. That's not like, man, all he wants you to do is just, just come to Christ, be a Christian, and then just in every, every area of your life, fail miserably. That's not what he wants for you, amen? But he says this, what will it profit you if you get all of those things but don't have him, amen? So again, we want to, and I'm gonna say it again for us, please listen, your understanding, listen, that you have to surrender your life to Jesus, accept a grace gift, amen? And again, you don't work for that, you don't earn that, you receive that gift, and again, a spiritual understanding, again, that we grow in God, and it is the most important area, the most important area of prosperity that we want you to walk in, amen, above everything else. Secondly, we learn this. We learned that, man, he wants us to be prosperous mentally. Oh, man, he wants us to have mental prosperity. He wants us to be blessed. And I, I, I don't think that he wants you to become a Christian, accept that grace gift, and constantly live in a battle within your mind and never walk in victory in that area. That's not what he has for you. Again, he, he came to give you life and, again, to give us peace. We looked at the passage important passage, and I hope you grabbed this last week, that in Isaiah chapters 26, verse 3, we learned this, that he said that he will keep him in perfect peace, all right? He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. 
All right? So, again, that's where we, we set our mind. We set it on Christ, on the things above, not on things beneath. We look at him. We don't get focused on all the surroundings. We don't get focused on all the attacks, the things that are coming our way. We keep our minds on Jesus. He said, whose mind is stayed on him. And this is why we do it, because he trusts in you. Now, I love this, that we, we shared this word last week, that that word perfect peace, those two words, perfect peace, are the same Hebrew word. All right? Anybody remember what it was in Hebrew? Peace, peace, shalom, shalom. Come on, I heard that. Hey, man, y'all were listening last week. Thank you, man. That's, that makes me feel better, all right? It just does. Sometimes, you know, you wonder, you up here, you're, are they listening to me? Are they, yeah, man, thank you. That's so encouraging. I love y'all. And, and, but again, peace, peace, shalom, shalom. Tell your neighbor, man, he got some peace, peace for you in this place right now. He has peace, peace for you today. Now, this is what we know. Only God can do that. Oh, man, only he can do that. So what he wants to do, and when we come to before him, and we always, we're going to do it here. We always do. We, we give opportunity for us to respond to the word. We come before him, and I believe this. As we come to him, he wants to pour prosperity and blessing and peace into your life spiritually and mentally. He wants you to be at peace. Now, again, he didn't say the attacks wouldn't come. The thoughts wouldn't come in, but we're learning and knowing what to do with the thoughts, when to bring those thoughts captive, when to cast those down, when to connect to certain areas and thought processes, and when to reject certain areas of processes and thought processes. So, so we're seeing that and understanding. So mentally, that's what we see. Now today, I want to look at the last two areas here. As we zero in on these things, the first one next in line that you see there is that we believe in physical prosperity. All right? Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. Physical prosperity. Now, I, I, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go as deep. We, we did a message early on in this series called Why Healing? And, uh, man, I mean, if you, again, I, I say this often, but I, I'm serious about it because I want you to get the word in you. And I want just your faith to be built. If you missed Why Healing, please go listen to it. All right? Because you'll see in that, that's that message where we go into, and I think there's actually two parts to that, that we see that as a church, what we believe, again, according to Scripture, according to the areas of healing, and again, what that looks like, and we dove deep into those things about what we believe God's will is when it comes to healing, what we believe God has for us in that area, what we believe as a church that we've been commissioned to do. All right, to actually go out, heal the sick. I mean, bring, share the gospel message, bring hope and life. So we dig deep into those things in that message. I'm not going to go there today, but I want to do this. We're going to zero in on the passages that when we have, when we say physical healing, when we say physical prosperity, when we say that we believe God wants to bless us in this area, where we draw those things from. Why we believe what we believe in this area. So first one is this. It's the prophet. He spoke this in Isaiah 53. And uh, I love it. I love how this, the flow of Scripture, when we see this happen. And this, you see this a lot. You'll see in Scripture where you'll see in the old, it prophesied. All right? So again, this, this principle is something I, I teach a lot. And we got to get this because it's huge. You'll see it prophesied in the old. All right? You see it fulfilled in the coming of Jesus and in the person of him. When God steps out of heaven and comes to earth, that's who Jesus is. So we believe it again. What was prophesied in the old, coming gets fulfilled in and through Jesus, 
And then in the new, you begin to see them begin to walk in what was fulfilled by Jesus. All right? You see them begin to move in, experience, live in. And I don't think this, I don't think God changed his mind since the New Testament. All right? I don't, I don't see a footnote. I don't see a disclaimer. Go back and read this part because it's only for the ones when this thing was written. Come on, amen. I don't see that. I don't, I don't find that nowhere. So I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to trust that when I look at the Scripture and read it and see a promise that is, that is prophesied, then fulfilled in Jesus, that I can still walk in it. All right? So, I mean, I still believe I'm going to go to heaven. All right? That was still a promise for us. And so I believe it for all these things God has. Now, this is what we look at, and this is cool. In, in Isaiah 53, prophesied, and this is only fulfilled through the person of Jesus. I mean, this couldn't be done any, through anybody else. It's just not possible. Possible. I was listening to a debate. I love debates. And I was listening to a, a debate the other day of a, of a Messianic Jew, a person who was a Jew, practicing Jew, but who, who has put their faith in the Messiah who has already come, named Jesus. All right. And so, again, he was debating a Jew who believes the Messiah had not yet come. And so I love it, man. This guy, way better speaker than me, and just began to lay down I mean, just how this had to be Jesus. It couldn't have been anybody else. We're not waiting on the Messiah to, to, to come the first time. We're waiting on him to come back. Amen? He's going to come again. But I love this, and this is fulfilled through Jesus, and we see this in the gospel. But listen to what it says. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we seemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace. Our peace, peace. That he's talking about is coming. This is how it came, through the Prince of Peace, through Jesus. This is how it got here. It says that, man, it is, it is through him. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So we take that verse very seriously, that when we believe Jesus' body was, was beaten, it was bruised. It was broken. When he took the stripes upon his back, when that body was, was beaten, we believe it's for us. I do. Nobody's ever going to be able to convince me. Why do you believe that, Pastor? Because I've experienced it. Amen. But also because he said it. All right. But I have experienced. My experiences matches up with what he says. That's how you can know if it's true. Amen. And so this is just an awesome thing. And I, I, I want you to think for a second, man. When Jesus went through that, he did that for you to prosper us in the area of healing. That's, that's what that, he was like, man, this is what they're, where they're at. And I want to give them something better. I want them to prosper. I want them to be successful on the journey. Keep going back to that. That's when we say that. So I want you to be successful on the journey. Now, I love this. Remember I said, prophesying, fulfilled. This is, this is cool. Because in Matthew 8, 17, we see this. All right, We see now in, in what, was by, what, what Jesus did for us, that it might be fulfilled. Man, and that's what's amazing when you understand how many prophetic words were spoken that were fulfilled through the person of Jesus. It, don't even, it's, it would wreck you, man. Your mind, if you just start, just do a study on just those things, man. Like what was, what was said and then what was fulfilled. I mean, Scripture talks about it goes down to the very jot, the very tittle, the smallest little thing that he fulfills the Scripture down to the smallest of detail. And this is what he did for us. It says that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, 
he himself, capital H, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So I'm, I'm at a place, man, where if he took that and he bore that, I don't want that. All right? So I'm just, I just I don't want what he's already taken. And so, again, I've just, I want what he has for me. Now, again, we, we look at this and why healing and go deeper, and we know this world's messed up and, and it's fallen, it's broken. And listen, that's just that's the facts. All right? It's just the facts, and it's, it's the truth. But that's why, again, that why prosperity in the era of spiritual walk with Jesus is the most important. Because, again, this has to end at some point. All right, it has to go. All right, just Bob's our man's perishing, but the inner man's being renewed day by day. All right, and I'm just like thinking about that, man. Just like, man, I know I'm working on this outward thing, trying to keep it in check, but one day, man, it's going to go. But, man, the inner man can just keep getting stronger to the place that one day I'm looking at Jesus and he's looking at me. That's, that's awesome to think about. And so, again, we see this fulfilled. He took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses, and this is what he has. Now, again, now we see now in 1 Peter, after it was fulfilled, now the declaration and the proclamation of the word being spoken, as Peter said in, in chapter 2, verse 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body. Again, the, the best healing that there is is from the eternal, eternal sickness called sin. And so, again, it's available for all. Himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree when he gave his life, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. So again, he's come to heal us. He's come to touch us in every area. Again, I love the flow there. First of all, spiritually, we see that. And then we see in Scripture where Jesus physically healed people. And he showed them, man, it was just wild. He would do that, and he'd be like, man, I'm going to go and heal your sins, forgive them too. And I'm like, who? Nobody does that but God. He's like, that's me, all right? I'm the man. All right, that would be me. And so he heals him and shows him just how good he is. And I love that, man. I love when he shows out. It's just cool. I mean, he just, and he just shows him what he can do. Now, this is an area. Now, we're going to see something. And I, I, I don't know if you've caught this yet. In every area of prosperity, we see when it's true prosperity and we're going to grow in it and become stronger and actually walk in the prosperity that God has for us, there are actually things now that we're called to do, all right? Now, I'm also going to say, these are, these are not like the fun parts of, of the message, all right? But I can't leave it out, all right? This is not the exciting part for you and the Oh, man, I love this part. This is my favorite, amen? That, but we can't, we can't overlook this. We got to see these things, all right? Because we see something. Now, we see in every area, of prosperity, and we're going to see it throughout the, in the in the next one as well. We're going to see that in every area of prosperity in our life, in the process of that, we have a part to play. All right. Now, again, except from in the area of salvation, when we believe again that fully a grace gift that comes down from Him, we get saved. We man, we put our hope, trust in Jesus. He's man, He's the gift. He's paid the price. We can't earn it. All right. So we're going to set that aside. But if you're going to prosper spiritually, you got to get in the Word. You need to get on your knees. You need to pray. It's just you just do. So again, we're like, man, and I'm like, you know, we got to. Put some time in, all right? We just got it's just how I, I want to grow in this. You know I mean, Pastor Harry, who's, who's gone to be with Jesus, and I just love, I have conversations with him, and I'm like, I'll be like, man, if you know him, just could quote the Bible. 
Somebody thought he wrote part of it. I heard somebody say, did he write part of that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he quoted, so he had to help write that. And, uh, and it was amazing. But I was, I was in it before he moved in, into the assisted living home. I sat in his home with him just back behind our church here. And then in the filing cabinets that he had there with index cards, full. And we would begin to talk about a subject, and he showed me how he learned the Scripture. And he would go into it, and he would open up those file cabinets, and he would pull out one of those index cards, and it would be full of Scripture. And I used to always say, man, I want to be able to do what you do, but that means i got to do what he did. Come on. And so one of the biggest things that we can, we can, biggest mistakes we can make is want what somebody else has and not be willing to put in what they, the effort they put in. Come on. And so that's important that we see this. And so, again, in the process of spiritual walk with God, man, we, we have to do that mentally. We, we learn that, man, we have to renew the mind. We learn that. So mentally we do some things. All right. So, again, in this area, this is what I want us to do in the area of prosperity. Again, not fun. But it's just, it's going to help us, I believe, if we, if we grab hold of it and truly, again, I step into what he has. Uh, I don't believe we're supposed to just wish for prosperity in our health. I knew y'all was going to get quiet today. That's all right. I'm sorry. It's all good. I already had already settled that. I already come to the place. I'm going to be okay whether you, you amen me or not. I'm good. Me and Jesus has got this. All right, all right, all right. So I just you have to. So you don't do this. So you don't just like man. You know, you don't wake up in the mornings and just pray that you lose some weight today. Some of y'all don't work like that. Somebody's like, oh man, are you kidding me? No, you now you should pray that you can lose some. I think that's important. We're gonna see how all this works together. But I found out something from my life. My life goes better when I set the alarm clock and get my tail up. Come on, amen. It, it just does. And I'm just saying, I, I see a difference. I feel different. And so, again, I can say yes. I can like, man, God, I believe you want to prosper me, me, me physically, and I believe you want to touch my body. You want to, and, I, and, we, and we do. So that's why like, we pray for the sick because God does the supernatural part. That's him. He, 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 he puts the super on our natural, and this supernatural stuff happens. Amen. That's awesome. I love that. But there are things that he wants us to do. Now, this ain't fun, especially on the holidays. I was like, Lord, why don't you let this one fall when we're going to be eating everything inside, Lord? I wish you'd have let me preach this message earlier, but he, he didn't. All right, so I know we're coming off some, some yesterday Breakfast with Santa, food everywhere, ornament exchange, food everywhere. I mean, it's just like, again, and we can have some of those things. But listen, we can't do this. We can't abuse our body and expect to walk in the prosperity of God in that area. Don't hate me. I just, I'm just, I just, again, this is what he just put on my heart. So we can't, we can't, we can't abuse the body. We can't put anything we want to into it all the time can't drink whatever we want to drink, smoke whatever we want, do whatever we want. We can't do that and then expect God to bless us prosperity in the physical area of our life. And I'm just, I, I, it's just true. Why do you know that? Because, again, I've, I've done it. I've taken time. I've set the clock, and I feel better. You do that when you do these things. So, so, so much could be done if we just set the alarm clock. Amen? That's tweetable. Amen? So much could be done if we would just set the alarm. My day goes better. I feel better. And I know some of y'all are about mad and ready to leave, but it would help us if we just sow into this area. The, pro, the principles here that I'm speaking of, and it's just true. The principles of sowing and reaping will be there until the end in all areas of our life. 
Seed time and harvest remains until the very end, until we go see them, we will see this. And so, again, we have to be mindful of these things. So, again, renew the mind, <clears throat> get in the word, get up, eat better, walk this thing out so physically. So, again, I believe God wants to heal us and touch us, and then I believe he wants us to do our part walk in it. I've done it in all the other areas, amen? I'm not, I'm not, he didn't just supernaturally drop this, the word in my heart. I, I study. You have to get in there. So when we go in, so we do this. And so, again, I, I'm excited, man, that I hope today, I believe this is going to help somebody. Amen, that we start doing things different. So, again, we start sowing some things different in our life in this area. And I believe we can do it even through Christmas. But I'm going to tell you, I, I'm still going to eat some pecan pie. I'm going to do it, brother. Me and pecan pie, we're going to go there, and I'm, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I'm, not, I'm not fasting. God, I don't unless God calls me to. I'm not fasting that. Amen. But again, we can do this, but I'm not, I, I can't eat it every day. Amen. So again, so, so do those things. Do our, do our part. So again, I believe God wants to prosper you physically. Amen. He does. And fourthly, we see this. <clears throat> Fourth area, we see that we believe in prosperity. We believe God wants to prosper us financially. Amen. Paul to prosper us financially. And again, I've experienced this. And as I can speak from experience in every area that I'm speaking of so far, spiritual, mentally, physically, and again, financially. In my part in the process, God blesses. He's faithful to his word. He is, he will not, he will not in any way say one thing to you, do the other. And so he has promised us, he's shown us throughout the scriptures in every area of our life. I believe this just as much if I get up, set the clock, go put some time in, man, I'll see a result. Just as much I believe in the area of finances, again, that he brings a prosperous blessing into my life when I first of all put him first. So again, so this, again, we got to go to the Bible. Philippians 4.19 is one of our passages for this, this principle. Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I, I will say this. I now, we're, we're coming up in 2022. We're 25th year of ministry for Angel and I. 25 years of, 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 of doing ministry. Praise God for that. Yeah, I give him the glory. Amen. By his grace alone. Amen. But... In 25 years of doing this, I hear the same testimony from people who give. I've never been like 25 years of ministry. Nobody's ever come back to me and given me a different testimony in this area. You know what they say? Man, God blesses us. It's amazing what God does. He prospers us when we give to him. And so, again, he does this for us. So, again, I've heard this over and over and over. Same testimony from every giver, every time. Again, it's just what he does. His word's true. In Malachi chapter 3, we see a principle there in place. And it says in, in verses 8 through 11, it says this. It says, will a man rob God? I'm like, and it's asking the question. I'm like, man, I, nobody wants to do that. I hope not. Nobody wants to do, wants to rob him. I mean, that's just, I don't believe it's our heart to ever do that naturally to someone. Amen. And so again, uh, not to those that we love. And he said this though, yet you have robbed me, but you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offering. You're cursed with a curse for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. 
So verse 10 says this. It says, to bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That's 10%. Into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. Wow. And see if I will not open up for you the windows of heaven, pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. This is his promise to us. This is his word and his declaration. And so, again, people will kind of take the conversation about tithing into a place, whether that's law or whether that's grace. Let me tell you what it is. It's covenant. That's what it is. It's a covenant. And I'm in a covenant relationship with him. And it's not, I don't honor her and I don't serve her. I don't cheat on her. I don't do those things because lawfully I'm married to her. It's not a law thing. I'm in covenant with her, and God has put me in covenant, and we are in a covenant relationship with the Father. And so, again, he's given us a principle in his word that we put him first in this area, and every time he'll do that. And look at what he does. <clears throat> I love what he says. He shows us three things here, and I'm going to go through these quickly, of what he says he'll do. He will open up the windows of heaven. All right, that's the starting point. So when we give time, this is a starting point for us. And so he does this. We give to him, we do this, and then he opens it up. All right, so get ready because I love it. He's opening up something. He's getting ready to release something into our life, prosper us. And again, I, nothing wrong with us being prosperous financially. Amen. If you don't want it, We'll take it. Amen. Because again, just he, <clears throat> that's, what he, that's what he wants for us. Because he said this, he will pour out blessing. I was just thinking about that the other day. Just think for a moment. If he's pouring out a blessing, that means he's taking what's in heaven and bringing it to earth. So he does this. He brings, and we know what's in heaven. Man, no sickness, no sorrow, no shame, no sin. Man, the, the blessings, again, are, are beautiful what he has for us. And so this puts us in a position. And so he does this. He pours out a blessing for us. And I don't believe just those blessings are just always just a financial blessing. I believe they are that. I mean, I can look at my life, and God has blessed in so many areas. He's prospered in so many ways. And he says this, I'll pour it out on you. And he said in verse the final one, he says that he'll rebuke the devourer. You've got to understand the principle behind what Jesus, about what God's saying there. There is an enemy who is out to steal, kill, and destroy. True. He's out to take from you, rob from you, steal from you. And listen, it's not God. He's not the one. So like if you don't tithe and give to him and you don't do that, which again, he says to bring that to the storehouse where it comes to his, his where again, we worship, where we gather. He's not the one who takes the 10. It's not like the, the he's not a mafia God. Uh, you didn't give me your 10%. So um, I come and take your 10. That's not Rocky, didn't it? That's not like Rocky. Was that, was that bad? That was bad, my bad. My son told me don't do that. All right, so, but just say for a second. Yeah, it was just so Louis, that wasn't Puerto Rican. No, no, that wasn't. But no, listen. He, he's not the one who's devouring. He rebukes the devourer. He rebukes the one. And man, a lot of times, like, man, Pastor, rebuke the enemy off my finances. And, and I'm going to rebuke it. And we should take authority over it. But God will rebuke it. Amen. He will do it. So he says to give to him in Luke 6, 38. He says, give 
First principle is where it starts. In the air of prosperity, we say give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will, will be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use it, it will be measured back to you. So this is, what, this is what we do. We look at our life in all the other areas, and we ask ourselves, am I successful on the journey? Whew. Am I prosperous in this area. So again, if this is what he prayed for, it's what he was, he was asking for, God, it's what he has for us. So we look at, am I prosperous in this area? So we, we believe this. So again, we don't just give to him and then just, just spend whatever, however. No, no. We want to be successful on the journey. Amen. We want to use wisdom in these areas. Setting the clock, same way to get up. We want to make a good decision when we're, we're, we're buying some, purchasing things. We want to do things. But we also want to walk in an area of blessing in this. And I believe, again, sometimes God wants us to do something. We're doing this. We're offering Thursday night here at church, 6 to 8 p.m. We're going to have a, have a company come in called Job Impulse, and we're going to have a career fair. They're just going to be hanging out. They're going to be sitting there talking individually to people. It's not a presentation to a group. This is for whoever comes in and sits down, and these are guys who can help. And so maybe, like, man, you want to grow in an area. You want to, to step into a new field, whatever that is. They may can help you, but, again, I, want, I think we should do our part when we have opportunity. Amen? And so, again, we, we're offering this career fair, so come hang out, 6 to 8 p.m., learn more, learn how to do things better and grow and get blessed in certain areas. And so today I want to close this last final passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 11. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, I love this, may have an abundance for every good work. Man, that's so good. And as it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower, this is what he'll do, and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. The exchange system with God is way better than anything, man, on this earth. And again, what we give to him and what we get back. Man, we used to sing Trade My Sorrows back in the day. Man, we should, what we trade in and what we get back, not even close. And listen, again, we, this, this is what he says. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. That's what this produces in our life, a life of thanksgiving towards him. I'm going to ask you to stand, please. And, and as you stand, I want to read the verse that I read in the beginning of, of this uh, of finances, and it says this, And my God, I shall apply your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He's what we need today. Amen. He is what we need today. He's what we need spiritually. He's what we need mentally. He's what we need physically as well as financially. He's the answer. He always will be. I'm going to ask you to do something. Just, I'm going to ask you to bow your heads, close your eyes. I mean, I love what God's doing through this series. He's building our faith and putting in our hearts an ability to answer the question, why? 
So when we start pursuing God, we start going after him, and we're going to see this later on. We're going to see, ask me why. If someone comes to you, like, man, why do you, why do you want these things? We're able to answer those questions. And the first one is this today. Man, it's why I give my life to Jesus. Why I surrender to him. Why I serve and live him, or live for him. Man, why do I give 10%? Why do I give above that? Why, why do I, I try to get up? Because, listen, he wants to bless us. That's his plan for his children. And as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed, I want to first of all ask this question. I cannot, will not ever escape this and get away from this, giving you the opportunity to know Jesus. Oh, man, he's so good. He loves you so much. Oh, he loves you so much. So today, listen, spiritually today, if you need to surrender your life to the Lord, this is the day for you. He wants to prosper. He wants to bless you in that area. Mentally today, I know we prayed for some last week in both of those areas, but today, listen, God wants to move in your situation. That's you. Mentally, emotionally, you're hurting. Listen, spiritually, you're hurting. Either one of those areas today, I want you to respond. And today, physically, listen, you may have a need in your body. You may have a physical need. We pray for healing. God asked us to do this. He showed us, commissioned us, called us to do this. We do it, and we see God move in so many ways. And he's, again, he's the source of that. But listen, some of you may be like, man, I, I want to just kind of walk better in that area. And I, I want to I be prosperous in that area. Listen, it's a renewed mindset. It's a decision. It's a choice. It's putting hope in him, him helping you walk it out and getting up every day, living it out. Listen, God wants to prosper you. So if you're not successful on the journey in that area, listen, God wants to bless you. Believe it. Fourth and finally, listen, if there's an area in your finances that you need blessing in this morning, he's the source. He's a supplier. He said he'll give seed to every sower. It means he'll, when you purpose in your heart, you set your mind toward him, that I want to give towards him. I want to put him first in this area. He will give seed to you. He will place it in your hands. He will give you that opportunity to start this, this journey of giving with him. That's what he does. If you need prosperity in your life in any area, you need blessing somewhere in the journey right now you're in, in any of those areas, you're like, man, I, I, I need to move forward in this area. Listen, just right there, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Listen, spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, any area, say, man, I, I want to move further in the journey right now. Lift your hand up as high to heaven as you can get it, if you would. Yeah, lift your hands up high as to heaven as you can get it. Yeah, God bless you. God bless you. Many hands. Listen, we're going to pray for you. Listen, we believe in this. God moves in these moments. So listen, if you lifted up your hand, I'm going to invite you to do something. Just begin to step out and begin to move. And as you begin to step out and move, just know this. We're just going to love you. We're just going to pray for you, pray with you, and believe God's going to move in your situation. So as you begin to move, just come. Yeah, if you, you want to be successful in the journey, you right now want to be successful in the journey, you can sit, kneel, bow, however you feel more comfortable. Prayer team, some are doing that right now. Just begin to move. Don't even wait. Just begin to move and start praying for these. Yeah, God bless you. Come. Amen. Miss Pat, we're going to anoint you and pray over you with oil in just a moment. Yeah, Miss Emily, would you guys lead that? Yeah. Come on, who else? Physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, whatever area right now. I listen, I just need God's blessing. I need God's hand. Listen, you're not going to come down here and be by yourself. We're just going to we just come together. Watch God move. We just believe in, in, in God. So worship team ministers right now. Just become, come in faith. Let these words build your faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or would like to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.